Welcome to Monday Musings on the Elliot Resnick Show. This podcast episode is intended for my fellow Orthodox Jews and Zionists. In the past few weeks, many of us have reacted with indignation in response to anti-Semitic sentiments expressed by the likes of Kanye West. We've also expressed dismay at President Trump eating dinner the other day with Kanye, along with Milo Yiannopoulos and Nicholas Fuentes. Trump claims he didn't know Fuentes and Milo were coming, and he understandably has a soft spot for Kanye, who took a tremendous risk by publicly coming out as a Trump supporter in 2018. But what I would like to address is not Trump's actions, but our outrage. In short, I don't understand it. If you're either from or a Zionist, I find it baffling. We Jews have experienced anti-Semitism for millennia. It's very sad, and we of course deplore it, but we can hardly be shocked by it. Is it a human ailment? Is it a divine punishment? A divine guardrail? Perhaps it's all three. I don't know. Regardless, though, it should not shock us. It should also not shock a Zionist. In fact, some of the earliest Zionist writers and leaders took it as a given that non-Jews don't like Jews. They even justified anti-Semitism. Take this quote from Moshe Leib Lillianbloom, for example. He writes, quote, No civilization in the world has the power to demand that an alien, i.e. the Jew, be accepted by a strange family as if he were a natural-born child of that family. Since all the work that an alien does and any job that he takes is no longer available to the member of the family, the latter can always say to the outsider, You are causing me harm and I have no room for you, for you deprive me of my livelihood. End quote. Leo Pinsker, another early Zionist writer, called anti-Semitism, quote, normal antagonism, end quote, and he explained, peoples usually make a distinction between the native and the foreigner, the first, of course, always being given the preference. Then he continued, how great must be the irritation at the beggar who dares to cast longing glances upon a land not his own, end quote. And here's a quote from Moshe Hess, a famous proto-Zionist who lived in enlightened 19th century Germany. Quote, we shall always remain strangers among the nations, end quote. Anti-Semitism is not our problem. It's the non-Jews problem. It's a stain on their soul, not ours. And when non-Jews kick us out of their midst, they suffer. Hitler very well might have won World War II had he not been such an anti-Semite and caused German Jewish scientists like Albert Einstein to flee Germany. In the past, we of course suffered as well. Expulsion comes with much suffering, illness, and death. But today, we have our own country. It's called the State of Israel. If non-Jews don't want us in their midst, fine. It will be their loss, not ours. So let's stop demanding that we be liked. It's embarrassing. If you're not wanted in someone's home, you don't insist on staying. You simply leave. Let me end with a quote from another early Zionist leader, Peret Smolenskin. He writes, We have no sense of national honor. Our standards are those of second-class people. We find ourselves rejoicing when we are granted a favor and exulting when we are tolerated and befriended. Jewish writers sing aloud for joy when a Jew happens to be honored. They do not tire of praising the graciousness of this or that Gentile who overcomes his pride and makes some slight gesture toward a Jew. Alas for such kindness and tolerance, and alas for our writers, poets, and speakers who praise them.